A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Coming up on TMS, Galactus Cage, what are you to plan it for hours? Cartier Johnson, the Diamond Daughter. All dressed, not naked. That guy on Twitter lied again. Alan coming and Alan going. Derek Seed. Mash him up, fry him, put him in a stew. The villain's name pronounced Dark Seed. <laughs> Crude crud. Parental nepotism. It's Frankenstein. Are Doritos made from potatoes because I like really wanted to know? A little foppish arrogance. Gravy of Thrones with Randy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. I'll sue you and the department for this insult to my client. I'll file the case first thing in the morning. Hey, counselor. You still have three or four hours before the uh, courthouse closes. <laughs> What's up, ye pickle dicks? This is the morning stream, and what we have here is a failure to communicate. <laughs> Good morning and welcome to TMS. It's the morning stream for Wednesday, March 22nd, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett. Hello. Hello and good morning. Hello and good day to you, Scott. Good morn, good day, good night, good good day. Uh, what's another thing they always say, old timey? Uh, good morrow. Good morrow to you. Good morrow. What was uh, what was uh, Truman's uh, thing? Uh, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Oh, I forgot Whatever about his, that. his thing. Uh, not know. Harry Truman, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Carrie Truman. Carrie Truman. Carrie <laughs> Truman. Not Harry Truman, but Carrie Truman. I never realized that you could make a pun there. <laughs> right. I don't know what use it is, but I like it. Like, what did he say after that? Didn't he say, whenever I see you first or something like that? Uh, good morning, good afternoon, good night. Whenever I see you first or whatever comes from. What was the... Something like that. And then later yeah, they, they did that thing they do in movies where earlier oh. it's said in that way, but then later they use it as a... A poignant moment of it's. I think it's the last thing he says to Ed Harris before yeah. he walks out the mystery door. That's right. Yes, in case I don't see you. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. Yeah, that movie's great. It is so good. I think it's time for a rewatch. Have we we haven't done that one for film sack? No, we? but I think it's film sack worthy. I think it is film sack. You know, because yeah. it's enough to yeah. talk about. It's not a pure comedy. It's not a pure drama. It's like a weird in between thing. Yeah, I love the director. I think we should do it. Let's do it. I Plus, Ed so. Harris, is, right. Ed Harris wears a little uh, freaking uh, Andy Cap Cap thing. He does. He wears a little Scottish cap like uh, like Alan Cumming, who yeah. we talked about at length in our uh, in our pre show. Yeah. Patron, if you're not a patron and you want to hear about Alan Cumming, uh, <laughs> let me rephrase that. Yeah. If you are a patron and you want to hear Alan Cumming talk, nope. Uh, <laughs> if you're not, if you're not a patron, yeah, Keep and going. Uh, Keep going. you want to see what. Yeah. Alan Cumming. 
Oh, is that two? We're almost <laughs> there. We're almost there. You almost had it. Uh, become a patron, and yeah. you can hear us talk about coming the Allen version. The Allen version. Now the, the yes, Allen take. Exactly. Uh, yeah, but we did know, a. We, he was, yeah. he was in the running uh, to be Lockhart in the second Harry Potter film, the one that went to. Um, oh, uh, who played Lockhart? Kenneth Branagh. Oh, right. Branagh. Branagh. I like Branagh. I like that. Branagh. Yeah, he, he, he was okay in it, but I, Alan Cumming would have been an interesting take. He would have been great. Sure. He, would have, he would have added a nice little foppish uh, arrogance to it. I oh, think yeah. that would have been great. Yeah, that would have been all right. So look at that. If you're a patron, you get a little Alan Cumming pre-show and a little Alan <laughs> Cumming pre-show. A little Alan Cumming. Yep. Either way. Uh, is it, yeah. Yeah. Is, is it, is it uh, I mean... Is he is he somebody who maybe should have changed his name kind of early? Yeah, Cumming? courthouse yeah. fifty bucks, you're done. Yeah, yeah. Well, it would be fifty pounds for him. Although he had, a, I think he had his early Hollywood days were uh, notorious for his uh, his good times, and I think maybe yeah. he thought he probably he probably embraced that aspect. It was kind of, of a punk, right? It was kind of like a punk thing, like ah, I'm Alan Cumming, if you, if you, I'm cool. You're not sort of thing. Yeah. But for, for oh, thank you, dear. A warm beverage. Thank you. Oh, look sorry, at that. my wife nice. showed up with a nice hot thing of tea, which always warms my heart as I'm doing the show. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, anyway, hey, speaking of weird, uh, well, we did a pre-show. We talked about some weird Marvel heroes, and um, oh, we did. Yeah, yep. we got a. We finally have some some clarity from Gene in Brooklyn Q. Uh, or from Brooklyn Q. I'm not sure what the Q is. Brooklyn Q. Brooklyn Q. Just says from Brooklyn Q. I don't know what that means. But anyway, Gene wrote it's in. Brooklyn. This is about <laughs> maybe it's Brooklyn. Uh, matter leader. Uh, matter leader. Matter eater lad. <laughs> uh, we've talked about a lot of times as being the dumbest hero in the history of ever. Yeah. And uh, he. This message is for you. This was a text that we got at eight zero one four seven one zero four six two. He says, "Matter eater lad once saved the world because he ate a bomb that was going to destroy it." Can Batman claim he ever saved the world? I think not. I mean, uh, Batman can, well, really? can claim it. Wait, I think Batman definitely can claim that he saved, yeah. the, saved the world. I haven't read every issue of Detective Comics uh, or the Batman series or any any like of the f- hundreds of different Batman series there have been with thousands of issues. Yeah. I'm sure in one of those, Batman saved the world. I'm 100% sure of it. In fact, yeah. I know of it because I read, uh, it, let's just take one series. The, did he? Um, did, Ever, like was he involved in the defeat of Darkseid at some point? He oh hell, been. hell yes! So that was and thwarted and a Darkseed's number of times. Whole thing is being uh, DC Thanos, basically. Sure, so. sure. He's helped. Any time the JLA does anything to save the universe, Batman's involved. Mm-hmm. And now, did he ever save it on his own? Probably. Um, I feel yeah. like he he took actions in the deceased series, DC series. It has DC at the beginning. DC. Yeah, it's a fantastic series. If you haven't read it, but um, yeah, way more than just DC zombies. It's it's very good. Anyway, all right. The, and a know. couple of people are correcting me. I used to pronounce it Dark Side, and then somebody told me, "No, Brian, it's pronounced Dark Seat." And I could have sworn it was even like on Comic Dorks or some some show that, or even this chat room prior told us this. Some, <laughs> I, sp- right, I feel like I have been told a hundred times in my life that it was never Dark Side, yeah. it was always Dark Seed. So are you- I always thought, oh, Dark Side, what a great name for a character. And somebody will actually, and they push their glasses up their nose, and then they say, Brain, it's pronounced in Dark Seed. Are you guys gaslighting us? Come on now. I've heard Dark Seed, then Dark Side, then Dark Seed again. Mm-hmm. Get mm-hmm. it straight. Yeah. The important part is that Batman has saved the world many times, okay? 
Look, I get it. The Matter Eater lad yeah. ate a bomb, and that did save people, and that's good. Good on him, Matter yeah. Eater lad. Uh, but I, I, I still say you can't throw Batman under the bus necessarily if it's all yeah. about saving the world. He's, he's done it. He's been there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Galactus also being talked about in our texts. And uh, this is uh, talking about Nicolas Cage as Galactus because we're talking about <laughs> casting him. And we didn't come up with this name. We didn't say Nick Cage. But he says, you all missed the obvious movie trailer tagline uh, that Galactus Cage could eat a planet for hours. Love the show. <laughs> How did we miss that? That is actually kind of great. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. I'm trying to think if that that's not bad casting. It'd be okay, wouldn't it? No. I, well, well, give me your, give me your hot take casting. on that. What do you what do you think about that? Uh, Nicholas Cage is personally. I, I, no, I think Nicholas Cage adds too much, too much of a flair to Galactus, who is who without his giant size and ability to consume planets is the most should be the most like nondescript boring looking actor character that they should find it needs to be like um uh uh not john ham but i mean somebody who's got just kind of like a handsome but square jaw more, just- more non-distinct i mean I, I don't think john ham is at all no. a non-distinct actor he's like no you know I know what you're saying He's though. There's a, a type. Yeah. Like um uh what's his face uh <laughs> who played Dr. Midnight? Uh oh, I don't uh, know. in Watchmen and uh Oh oh uh Yes, who's that that uh actor? uh uh Dr. Manhattan, you mean? I'm sorry, oh Dr. Manhattan, geez, Dr. Midnight. Um, different that that'd be uh, uh what's his face? Uh Bond guy. Uh, <sighs> I can't think of his name, he was in almost famous. Yes, and he was in uh, the morning uh, morning show. Uh, what the hell is that guy's name? Billy Crudup. Thank you. <laughs> Billy Crudup. Is it Crudup or Crudup? Crudup. 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 Whatever. However, you pronounce it. It'll, somebody will tell us we're pronouncing it wrong. Dark anyway, seed. Billy Crudup would be a great Galactus. Uh, gonna go ahead and and throw my vote that that way. That's a great yeah. one. Good or pick. is it is it too? Is it typecasting to make him both <laughs> a, li- a little bit and Galactus? Right, a, a little bit. But he's got other work. He's fine. He's doing other cool stuff. So it's not like yeah. he's you yeah. know he's not trapped in a career of of just Listen, playing these guys. It'd be much better to be to get typecast as those kind of characters than the kind of character he is on uh, the morning show. That's right. On Apple TV plus. I, everybody should watch, yeah, don't watch that. Don't call it TMS though. You jerks. <laughs> no, even though they do. Yeah. It's bastards. Anyway. Uh, well, thank you for that crud recommendation. Seed. Sorry. Crud seed. Oh, crud Billy seed. Crud seed. Billy yes. crud seed uh, side. Billy yeah. crud side. Oh man. Now I don't know. Uh, also a little bit of a, uh, parental, uh, nepotism moment for me. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, obviously, this is, this is I have a connection here. So, you know, just a full disclosure, it's my daughter I'm talking about. But my daughter, Carter, uh, uh, an artist, has her commissions open currently. There are not many left positions, that is to say, or spots. Okay. So if you want to get any commissioned artwork going from her, if you've seen her work, then you know why you need to. If you haven't seen it, then go check it out at Instagram.com slash Miss Carter E. M-I-S-S Carter E. Carter. Uh, yeah, the uh, E is for uh, Elizabeth, but it's also the way they pronounced her name at her graduation from high school. They they say they they were announcing names, and yeah. they go Cartier Johnson. Oh no, really? Yeah, and we were, I was so annoyed. 
<laughs> she didn't care, but I was pissed. I was irritated. Yeah, oh my god, that's actually you know what? I, I think I kind of would have loved it if they would have mispronounced my name at my graduation. Yeah, Ryan Ebo. Yeah, knowing now how kind of dumb high school graduation is, kind of yeah. dumb. Like, that, who cares? told that. Here's a really really quick story about the Ebo, about the history of Ebo. Yeah. Uh, my grandmother uh, was an artist. My British grandmother Josephine uh, passed away several years ago. Very talented artist. Um, and somehow had gotten through a friend some stuff hung in a in a gallery, and uh, she kind of went there, sort of incognito, not saying, "Hey, I'm Josephine Ibbett, blah blah blah," but was just kind of hanging there. And a couple ladies walk into, uh, like, look in front of her painting, and one of them, trying to sound smart to the other one, says, "Oh, it's an Ebo." <laughs> <laughs> Really? So they did like a, a French. Family, it's little, been a family joke for for years now. Oh, a little French, a, a French end to the Ibit. Like right, that. exactly. Like you know, like that's the only way they could have thought to have pronounced I B B O T T. I love that. That's actually oh, great. It's an Ebo. See, I'd embrace that and think that's great. I'm like, oh, look, yeah. you did. It's become a family thing. You guys will have it forever. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, anyway, go to Instagram.com/slash Miss Carter E. And the reason you want to go there is because there's a post that tells you everything about how she does commissions. Uh, pricing, uh, how uh, she deals with like uh, getting you sketches and stuff like that. Um, I think she only requires like fifty bucks down or something just to get going. Mm-hmm. So anyway, she's got a few open, a few slots left. It's going, it's closing fast. If you have any interest in that, Instagram.com slash Miss Carter E. Okay, cool. cool. Uh, we heard from Dunaway. I don't know if he's. Uh, we've given him time. Um, I've eaten away the clock. He's, let's see if he's checked in the game. I think he was thinking it was going to be close to the uh, 9.30 mark for us, so we could, uh, we got, hey, we kill another couple of minutes, uh, guy, hey. talk about uh, hey. the, the greatness of Billy Crudup. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did put a link to how to pronounce Dark Side yeah. or Dark Seed in the, in our thing. Oh, okay. Wait, let's play it. Uh, no, I mean, this is great. Okay, so... I gotta unmute the browser. Again, what we're doing is we're just basically saying, "Oh, somebody made a YouTube video," which obviously you would have to be an authority to be able to make a YouTube video. So therefore, they must be accurate. Oh but. yeah, hundred percent. This is correct. I mean, yeah, it's a YouTube yeah. video, so YouTube why video. it can't be wrong? Not just not just anybody can make a YouTube video. No, not at all. I hey, I can't sit and record uh, two hours of a video game last night and post it just all by myself. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Okay, I'm gonna right. hit play here. Let's see what we get. With full volume, yeah. Oh, it's one of these slow fade-ins. We are of course looking it is. at how to pronounce the name of fictional supervillain character appearing in comic books published by DC Comics. How is how this person going to tell us how to pronounce something? I know, dude! <laughs> I don't want... Look, I'm going to let him have his say, but I'm, I'm a little concerned about... <laughs> it's going to be... The name of the character is <laughs> Darkseid. Darkseid. <laughs> a, a Fred Arvison joke. Darkseid. Yeah, that's what I'm a little worried about. But let's see what he does here. His name, you can pretty much forget about the strange spelling of it. It's simply Darkseid. So it is Darkseid, not Darkseid. Dark All right. D A R K S E I D. That doesn't seem right. It's pronounced Derek Sade. (laughs) 
How about, wait, they've got Thor Ragnarok in here. Hold on, let's see what this okay. one is. All right. Is this the same We guy? are looking at how to pronounce the name of 2017 American superhero film based on the Marvel Comics character Thor. How do you go about pronouncing the name of this movie? Thor Ragnarok. Okay. All right. That's great. Sure, sure. All right. <laughs> oh, I found a Kevin Feige Feige one. Hold on. Oh, Ben, say, please tell me it's by the same guy. Uh, I don't know. Oh, is yes, it, it is. The little it's, flags on either side. Yeah, it's totally him. All right, here we go. This is great. We are looking at how to pronounce the name of... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hold on. I'm, I'm getting a little... <laughs> <laughs> Getting a little too messy listening to this guy's voice. Uh, <laughs> oh, hold on. Wow. Oh my gosh. We have, a, okay. we have like a Barry White album we can play while we listen to this. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Let's try it. This American film and television producer will be looking at how to say more names from Marvel Universe, the MCU. As well, he is indeed the president of Marvel Studios, Kevin Feige. So it is Feige, according to this guy. Yeah, no, which is which is correct. I like uh, he's either really <laughs> pitching to uh, start being a sports announcer for golf games, or mm-hmm. he's trying not to wake up his mom. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know which it is. But uh, you know, uh, oh, man, that's weird. Oh, he's got a okay player. This is for you. Listen up. We are looking at how to pronounce the name of Irish and American actress who's received numerous accolades, including a Golden Globe Award and nominations for four <laughs> Academy Awards and five British Academy Film Awards. We are looking at how to pronounce Saoirse, Saoirse Ronan. Wait a minute. I know. He even F's up and corrects himself. Wait a minute. Sersha Ronan? Oh, that guy, I don't think you're allowed to have a pronunciation channel, which is all you're doing here, and you <laughs> and you don't edit out your false start to the name? Is this, is this live? Like, is, did he not have an opportunity to edit? It's just these, like, what? And nobody in his... <laughs> nobody is... A, <laughs> the guy, oh, my favorite comment in here is the guy says, this guy named Martin says, how do you pronounce award? Because <laughs> the guy doesn't know how to do it. <laughs> it's pronounced Emma Stone. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, Claire, was it even close? Or are you going to freak out? The I second, uh, yeah, it's Saoirse. Because she, on Saturday Night Live, she even had a song where she says, it's Saoirse, like inertia. She had a whole song about, uh, okay. uh, about it. All right, let's hear it's that great. one part one more time. Sersha, Sersha, Ronan. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Rehan in the chat says he's just emphasizing. Sure, but it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't. He doesn't do it consistently. Is the thing. Sersha, like, uh, Sersha. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. What a nice little uh, rabbit hole you sent us down. All right. Do we have Dunaway now? We do. Dunaway's he is in? in oh, my gosh. Perfect. Well done. Perfect. Good, uh, Perfect. This is all yeah. going the way we planned. All right. Here he comes. Uh, reminder, chat room, if you want to uh, ping me in uh, DM, do it right now uh, on Discord. Uh, because if you do that right now, you'll be pulled in, one of you. I'll do the fourth person, as I usually do. Mm-hmm. And that fourth person will get to participate in today's contest. Uh, if you don't have me friended or uh, just want to send me one direct frog pants, uh, then the hashtag one two seven seven, so you don't mix me up with whatever other frog pants there are out there. All right, here we go. 
Yes, that's right. Time for us to play a little uh, game that Brian Dibbett has uh, made for us, and we do it with our old pal Brian Dunaway. He joins us all the way from uh, sunny South Carolina. Hello, Brian. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hi. How's how's Hello. things? How's work today? You doing all right? Mm-hmm. Oh, it felt a lot better. You know, I was, I was actually uh, under the weather yesterday, but I oh. feel a little better today. Yeah, although, you know, I'm, I'm not going to complain about it. It's just the pollen. It's the stuff mm, in the air. Okay. The plants trying to so fornicate my nose. bacterial or viral or anything like no. that. Hey, That's how good. do you pronounce the DC character that is basically uh, DC's Thanos? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> starts with dark. It starts with dark. Yeah. How do you say it? Dark seed? Is that really how you pronounce it? No, I oh, I, I bounce back and forth. Dark side, dark seed. It just, you, it's a swim do you around. Bounce, bounce back and forth because people seem to always tell you, no matter exactly. how you pronounce it, that you're pronouncing it correctly. <laughs> it's always wrong. No, it's dark seed, Brian. Seeing the story of Superman 192. No, I don't know. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. It's just dark yeah. whatever. Yeah. He's dark butthole. He is dark butthole. Well, yeah. You're right. Uh, a uh, French guy just told us it's pronounced Dauxite. No, Dauxite. I'm thinking the crap while I'm recording this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you're back, and I'm glad you're uh, feeling a little bit better today because, boy, yeah. you're going to need it for this contest we're about to there have. Uh, let's see if I have – oh, I have a lot. So let's pick our fourth person. Uh, let's see. That's one, two, three, four. Oh, I know who it is. It's our old pal, I Am Sci-Fi. Let's get him in here. Oh, uh, okay. I Am Sci-Fi is fourth in the row. Uh, sorry to 9 of 12 on the on the third, no. and the fifth was Claire. <laughs> so you guys are out. Uh, no no big deal, though, because, uh, you know, there's always a chance for a future. Ian's always ready. Yeah, we're always ready here for you. Let's see if uh, Ian answers. We're ringing him. We're ringing him. Uh, Ian, if you're there, pick up. If not, we go to number four. Oh, you guys don't really want it to be Claire today, do you? Do you really want that? Ian, come on. She she actually didn't. She just sent a voice recording of her pronouncing Sarah Sharona. Oh, so she didn't mean to. Oh, well, then you know what might happen. Uh, Let's see here. He says. Oh. Oh, no, not this call. No, we have to call you, dude. Here, let me try it again. (laughs) No, no, we call you. Yeah, you can't. We can't. Hold on. Where is it? I am sci-fi. Oh, he's right here. Okay. You have to join the call I'm ringing you from. Here here we go. Let's try that again. Ringing, ringing, ring. Yeah, he tried to call me directly. That doesn't work that way. Oh. Because then I wouldn't have you guys. You guys would go away. You'd be in a whole other call. Whole other channel. Oh, oh, no. Can I still click the button? So hit hit accept there. Uh, Yeah, it's still still ringing. Oh, Ian. Ian, we're losing you. We're losing you. I might have to go to September. I am Darkseed. Oh, man. All right, he ain't answering. Remove from the group. Oh, oh no! Oh. Yeah, that's just how it is. Okay, so now we add uh, September. She's nine of twelve. Oh, so that's yes. not a problem. See, sometimes it pays to be number three. Yeah, right. sometimes. Whoops, why isn't she showing up? That's weird. Hold on, one second. Nine of twelve. There we go. All right. Here it comes. September, answer Why that call. Why don't you just tell me who you want to be on the contest? Yeah. I keep getting a call from Ian. Ian, you're supposed to answer the call, not call. Is it I not? Maybe it's now. not, maybe it's not working. Maybe it's not working. I call the calls now. are coming from within Discord. She's not answering either. Is something weird? Oh, is it? Uh, could it be Discord? It could be. Something might be fabulous. Discord. Doesn't make any or sense. Or like call it Discord. Discord. Yeah, I don't think this is going to work. Uh, mm. Well, let me try her again. 
September, are you seeing this when I call you? Hello. Oh, there you Hello. are. There we go. Hi. Yay. Hi. You made it. Was being weird. Like yeah. I accepted the call, but then I actually also had to turn on my voice. Oh. Huh. Oh. oh. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Well, funky. Funky. You have to turn that on. Funky Cole Medina. Yeah, weird. the little like telephone <laughs> receiver looking thing. I and know. also press like... that. <laughs> oh, that's weird that you have to click that. Uh anyway, hey, you're here, and that's all that matters. Brian Ibbett, will you explain to September, who's seen this a million times, how it works, and then uh, what she might win today if she uh, wins? Sure, I am here to tell you how to play the game <laughs> called the Tadpooly Field. Oh, good. Uh, I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics. Scott and Brian have to predict the answers that, that you guys gave us, and it's Scott and Brian's job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Uh, September, you know, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian, and if your team wins, you get a prize package. That includes five dates. And Scourge Bringer. Scourge Bringer. Yeah, that's a good game. I like that game. Yeah. yeah. Both of those uh, on Steam and both of those courtesy of our friend Wesley. 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 Shut all up, right. Wesley. Let's get, let's get to our game because, my gosh, we've all just been waiting. Yeah. Uh, pins and needles to figure this out. That's right. Uh, please. Uh, proceed to place those hands on the on, on said buzzers and right. give your best answer to this. We asked 514 members of the Tadpool to give us their response to this. What's your favorite potato chip or crisp? Uh, potato chip or crisp? That's got, someone said Doritos. Doritos. That, right. that was mine. Show <laughs> who me who my Doritos. Nobody yet. Nobody, <laughs> Nobody yet. Nobody yet. <laughs> You got to wait. Probably Brian. I thought thought for sure I'm going to repeat the whole question for Brian. Yeah, I must have missed it. I almost said the same thing. Oh, goodness. What's your favorite potato chip or crisp flavor? Oh, shit. Oh, (laughs) Doritos not a flavor? Come on. Doritos is a flavor. It's a flavor flavor of 12-year-old boy socks. That's what that smells like. Yeah. You ever notice that? They hit puberty. Why are you putting 12-year-old boy socks in your mouth? I don't want to know. I don't want to. I'm going to go with. When 12-year-olds hit 12, boys, I don't know about girls, their feet smell like Doritos, and it's gross. Anyway, go ahead. It's your turn. I'm going to go with salt and vinegar, even though I hate it. Salt and vinegar. I love it. Hate it. Show me me that classic flavor right there. Uh, Number one yeah. answer on the board. That's so the to thing. answer your question, September, you're playing with Brian. There you go. <laughs> okay. So to answer your question, Scott, he said, you like salt and vinegar? And I'm like, no, I do not. And the reason why, because I think it's number one, because people who like salt and vinegar really like salt and yeah. vinegar. Mm-hmm. And oh, people yeah. who don't are kind of like, oh, no. Oh, it's my no. go-to every time there's chips involved. I love them. Right. Oh, no, we lost September. We lost and September. That is totally, oh, no. she's, back. she's back. But that is totally true. I, my, my go-to is salt and vinegar as well. Although, after looking at this list, there's a few I need to to, to, add, to add to my rotation, apparently. Your repertoire. Yeah. Yeah. Every year, like that's like their game every year, right? It's like, oh, we're going we're gonna to bring out a new chip flavor. Oh, oh yeah. Remember, because we, we were getting those on, on the show to try. It was... Uh, Lay's or somebody was Lays coming up with these really bizarre flavors that we would try on the show, like octopus and goat urine or something. Yeah, remember that? My, my, yeah. my favorite is when they had the contest. Here's a mystery flavor. Yes. Why don't you tell us what it is? And then we <laughs> right. we all ride exactly. in and they pick it. Which really was just their way of saying uh, Bob in production forgot to label a drum of chips. Right. And we, we do don't know what flavor this is. Please tell us what it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. All right. So, okay, Brian, Seb- you and September. Yeah. What do you guys got? What, what do you think? You got, you got an opinion? I think all dressed. 
had to have oh. been set. All, All dressed? dressed? Yes. All oh, yes, yes, man. Yes. That's how you know someone from the eastern side of the country is on the show. Because we yeah. never call them that out here. We got Canadians. <laughs> I did have to look this up. Yeah, all dressed is a mix of ketchup, barbecue sauce, sour cream, and onion, and salt and vinegar. And I need some of this in my life. But did Same. enough people say it? Yeah. To make it to make it land in the uh, in the top ten. Let's find out. Show me all dressed. Oh, oh that made some good points there, yeah. September. Good job. <laughs> Nowhere to go. <laughs> what the heck voice was that? I love it. All right. <laughs> That's me being excited. Yeah. Back off. That's <laughs> I was right. sick yesterday, and I feel better today. That's right. Good. Let you have Good. you. You be you, man. Go for it. Yeah. All right. My fiance hates my say that. You be you. What's that supposed to mean? I'm yeah. just saying you have the freedom <laughs> to be, to be wherever you want to be. That's right. Right. Yeah. All, All right. right. S- September, what you got? You got something else? I want clarification on whether like Doritos flavors count. Like, are they technically like Cool Ranch? So here's the thing: it never matters if they count or not. If they're <laughs> if they're if they're technically the accurate, says. it remembers what the tadpole said. <laughs> yeah, they could have said they could have said butt moon. And so if, if enough you, of them had said it, yeah. if you believe that the that the uh, tadpole didn't pay enough attention to uh, the words right. potato chip in the headline, then <laughs> certainly guess a flavor that. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, yeah. I think it's helpful without being helpful. I hope, right? Right, right, right. Everyone has favorite Doritos. Mine is not, I like the sweet chili, but I bet people said Cool Ranch just because it's the first thing that came in their head. Yeah, those are good. Good answer to me. Good answer. Good answer. I'd eat those right now if there was some in front of me. I love them without a doubt. Without a doubt. All right, show me, think a room up. That'll do it. (laughs) Show me them Cool Ranch potato chip Doritos. Number oh. seven, yeah. There are there are ranch flavored potato uh, chips or crisps. So yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I I'm, not, I'm never going to take a an incorrect, delicious. factually incorrect answer out of the running. But right. uh, there are ranch chips, so it totally fits. Sure. Right. 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 Hmm. All right. Thank you, guys. Do you have another winner up your sleeve, September? Oh, it's so hard to think of like what people would say versus yeah. what. Right. I, right. Well, I think that uh, there's, there's some type of cheddar cheese always like the it. sour cream and cheddar. Ooh, sour Ruffles cream and cheddar. Oh, good, mm, especially Ruffles when they're just... garlicky. Sometimes yeah, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we going uh, is with? That, is that is that what you're going with? Uh oh, oh no, we lost her again. My gosh. Do you guys want to do sour cream and cheddar? I guess I, I guess I'm like <laughs> oh, you're like you're all of a sudden you're rudderless. Yes, yeah, oh, she's okay. back. All right, you want to go with that one? We got with the. Uh, what was it then? Where is it? Sour, sour cream and cheddar, or just, just you just want to do sour cream, or you want to do sour cream and cheddar? What you what, what you want? What's your what's your pull? I I think sour cream and cheddar is superior. I hope people agree. Okay, well then there you Check. go. There's your answer. Show us on the boards. <laughs> All right, show, show us cheddar and sour cream. The correct uh, order that those are placed in on the bag of ruffles. Yeah, number yes. five. Oh, yummy. List. Mm, I do like, uh, like a, uh, again, another uh, one that I need to check out because I don't think I've had the cheddar and sour cream. Oh, you'll love them. Yeah, they're yeah. really good. They, sure I feel I like they're mm-hmm. uh, a little bit goes a long way, though. You don't want to eat too many of those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're cool. good, though. All right. All right. You what guys about, are creaming me here. What else do you I got? I know, right? I hate to even say anything because you're you're killing. You're getting all the good points. What, what do you think? You got another one up your sleeve there? What do you what you thinking? <laughs> Not I've got one, but. I, I'm I'm vacillating between plain old traditional barbecue 
Yes, it's barbecue. That was on my mind as well. Barbecue. Mm-hmm. Mm, barbecue. Let's give that a shot. Yeah. Let's okay. give that BBQ. Got to be careful, right, that you don't give Scott answers in case you get a strike. All right. Oh. Show me the old B to the B to the Q. Number three. One of, one of my uh, favorites. That's yeah. the top for me. Much better than salt. Yeah, but again, really? they yeah. go. They, to me, they're mealy and oily. I don't know. They're not my what, favorite. What, what's the court? What, what are you talking about? Well, okay. About Specifically, like Lay's brand. I don't. Those. Okay. Those. I get sick of those really fast. Whereas, yeah. like yeah, Lay's yeah. cheddar and sour cream, not so much. Like, yeah. Salt and vinegar. I could eat a whole bag and probably kill me, but I love them. <laughs> so Lay, Lay's is Lay's is like a land of various landmines, and some of them blow up in ways I like. How about that? I feel like barbecue was the first non-traditional chip flavor that we got. And right. we just got so excited about it that Ooh. now it's like eh, barbecue. It's like you know, this is when they first introduced cherry coke in cans, and we're like, oh my god, a, a different flavor of coke. We're all over this, and now it's like yeah, cherry coke. And does it really taste this? like barbecue? No. I know I have in no. my mind what barbecue chips taste yeah. like, but does it taste like barbecue? Not as really. Well? Not yeah. really, in my opinion. I think <clears throat> the best barbecue flavor anything I've ever had in a chip form was a are the barbecued Fritos. Those are really good. Oh mm. God, Fritos. All right. Yeah. That'll stink a room up too. Yeah, boy. that'll read that'll mm-hmm. you think corn nuts will stink a room up. Try some Fritos. Yeah. Yep. Corn. What else you got? September. I'm 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 easy street. Look this at week. you. Man, You're just easy. giving it all to yeah. her. All right. Yeah. It's easy. I love those. How are those coattails feeling there, Brian? Right. Yeah. <laughs> They're comfy. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Um shoot. It's mm. there's fewer answers. It's getting harder. Yeah. Um, what about people are coming up with all kinds of stuff? Sure. Oh, chat room. Yeah, yeah. And I'm barbecue sorry. covers all the barbecue, right? Because barbecue covers all the barbecue. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, no, it's, it's a valid question because um, there were a bunch of different kind of barbecue-ish flavors, and I just kind of lumped them together. Right. Barbecue. Just like those potato chips. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lumped them. Lumped all those potato lumped chips. Them, yep, 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 yep. So what about ketchup? Oh yeah, I Canadian chips, but they're they're a thing. Oh, they're very really Canadian. About. Very Canadian. Very Canadian. Very, very British. Canadian. Yeah. yeah, they're yeah. very good, yeah. and I love them, and I wish they would come here. But for whatever reason, they, very, they stay out of the very States. expensive. Sure. Very expensive. My uh, my son Andrew, he loves those, and we'll get them for his for Christmas sometimes. And I think they paid like thirty dollars for a bag. Oh my gosh! The Do you uh, have the? Uh, do you have a cost plus world market near you, Brian? Yeah, we have a uh, world market, but there was That's, nothing there. We we oh, we really? scoured that place. We had to order this off freaking eBay. Oh, they came in. Oh, it, it was crushed up and stuff. It was like, here's your stupid, okay. barbecue. Here's your stupid ketchup chips. Eat All right. Point, here, here's here's maybe where, where you and I are uh, astride a massive canyon. I will never eat anything I buy off eBay. Like I said, it was desperate. It was desperate. <clears throat> Well, they have, you know, eBay in a lot of ways is just straight up store now for places, right? Like yeah, you just yeah. buy. And that's how this was. It yeah. might have been like a world okay, market eBay true. store or something. Yeah. yeah. We didn't just like buy it off Joe's barbecue. Yeah, it's not like some guy's got a, pit, a bad chips. photo of a bag of chips on his desk going, all right, right. I'm going to let these go for these. the highest bidder. Yeah. Yeah. You'll drink water in a lift after watching Scree, <laughs> but you. <laughs> 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 or the vice versa. Yeah, you won't drink the water in a spree, but you'll buy chips you bought off eBay. Right. All right, I'll remind me, you, me. I didn't eat the chips. Yeah. I just purchased you them. Just bought That's true. Okay. okay. You would force somebody else eating them. Hey, show me ketchups. 
Yeah, oh, big nine. points. Scott, can you even that catch up in this nope, He's absolutely mathematically eliminated. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're out, out of the game. Congratulations, well, September. Let's yeah. play this, this out. This was easy for me today. Four. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's see. Oh. You haven't even had a buzz yet, I don't think. No. Nope. Okay, so sour cream and onion? Oh, yeah, I duh. think that was probably the second Wait. flavor that happened right. to barbecue. <laughs> That's perfect. And now I'm not worried about Scott. I'll say pizza is my favorite, by the way. I love oh, the Pringles yeah. pizza. Pringles oh. pizza? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, you know what, though? Pringles, one day we're going to be held to account for those as a, as a yeah. race, as a human race. <laughs> because really, it's just, it's all, it starts as goo. And then it gets yeah, pushed yeah. into a shape. It's just, it's it's horrendous what it's, we've done it's there. It's the McRib of chips, really, yeah. is what it is. It is. You Did always... you know the shape is on purpose? Like, you're supposed to eat them where you get the most surface area on your tongue? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. There, I saw oh. this on the How how it, how it Things Are Made, or what's made? that show? Yes. Yeah. How It's Made, yeah. And it and that's Love what that. that's where I learned about the goo going, you know, into these molds. And it sure. just I just went, ugh, what are we doing? And then we put them in a tube. What are we doing? Yeah. Who are yeah. we? And, what what standards do we have? When you think about it, it's got to be a lot more work to produce Pringles than just regular <laughs> chips that you put the same Pringles flavoring on, right? Yeah, like, right, right. Like, oh, we either have this machine that just slices the potato and throws them in the fryer. Oh, no, no. We've got this machine that grinds the potatoes. Then it puts it into a separate machine that puts that goo puts into them a back form. Again. Yes. And we can make one chip at a time before I put this machine and then yep. it moves on. It's annoying. But who we are as people is answered by once you pop, you can't stop. You can't stop. <laughs> That's right. You can't. I can't remember what you chose, by the sour way. Sour cream and onion. Sour okay, good. Onion. That's what I thought. All right. Show me sour cream and onion. It's number two. Yes. Sour cream and onion, sour cream and chive. Durr. 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 I don't know why I didn't say that. What else we got? Three answers left. I don't, I, I don't even want Scott to even touch this board at this point. I'm like, <laughs> I want it to be a shame. I don't blame you, dude. <laughs> yeah. this, kind of, this would be kind of like a, a record in, in uh, yeah, feud yeah. history if you were able to get the entire board without a single strike. Well, I, oh, I it's no not pressure. sour. Yeah, it's not salt and vinegar, but the the pickle chips I know have been very popular with the uh, with, with people as well. But what what do you think, September? I'm not going to group chips. it up. I love dill pickle yeah. chips. Yeah, I actually like pickle chips, which is weird. Can't stand salt and vinegar, but pickle chips I like. But it's, they're kind of similar. You know, the okay. treat with the trick with salt and vinegar is the kettle chips. Oh yes, yes, are yes, a yes. whole different animal. They're so much mm. better because I think the vinegar disintegrates salt and right. vinegar regular potato chips, and they're just greasy mess yeah you're right but the kettle chip yep. ones oh funny funny side story while you're uh, deciding if that's real or not um my wife was in <laughs> we were we were in a jimmy john's drive through the other day uh, yeah, yeah. Some, jimmy the, john's has a drive through where you're at yeah oh yeah yeah they totally don't, do. i don't think we've got a single one here that i know of that's a drive through jimmy john's i think all of ours do that's weird wow yeah okay. anyway so we're going through the drive through and the guy we get up to the thing and kim says do you guys have can we get an extra bag of Tipple picks, she says. Yeah, it that yeah. Way. And yeah. I said, "No, oh, no, I didn't say that. I knew she meant pickle chips, but she said tickle. Yeah. Oh no, she said tickle pips. Tickle, tickle picks. <laughs> okay, pips." And I said, "And why is anything?" I laughed really hard. Yeah. She turned around and she hit me so hard in this left arm <laughs> that now I still have a little bruise here from tickle pips. How, how's your fickle pips? They're going. Yeah, they taste good. I, yeah, they had them. Want to order? Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. It's not really a bag called Tickle Pips, right? No, it's no, she was no. looking for pickle chips. Pickle chips. Yeah. She just screwed it up when she said it. And, you know, like I have any right to laugh at that. 
I do that all the time. <laughs> right, exactly. And uh, boy, yes. she let me know. Whew. Anyway, wow. that's your fun right. little side okay. story. Well, let's, uh, <laughs> I love it. Well, what are we going uh, with? September. Oh, are you going with pickle chips? Are we going with pickle chips or what, what you want to do? Pickle chips. I didn't ask you. Sure. Tickle pips. <laughs> sure. Okay. Let's go with some pickly chips. All right. Show me dill pickle. Oh, oh that's a shame. Eleven. Oh. Uh, basically, if three oh. more people would have said pickle chips, oh. then, uh, then tickle pips would have made it into the list. So Scott actually gets a he gets a crack at the board. Come all on, right, Alexis. Alexis. This will probably be a throwaway here, but I'm going to say plain. Okay. Oh, you know, like just a standard ass potato chip. <laughs> you, you would say that. Brian's, of course I would. Brian's response to that was absolutely hilarious. Chip, not yeah. flavor. Yeah. It's I mean, true, it's yes. a flavor. What is Lay's by itself? It's just chips. So. I mean, salted like, is a flavor. flavor. Right? Yeah. Okay, salted chip. flavored. Is that it? Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Potato right. flavored chips. Yeah. All right. Show me plain. Yeah, Number so four. Awful. Yeah. Plain, original, <laughs> salted. Just. Uh, I also lumped lightly salted in there because, come on, yeah, what yeah, me yeah, say yeah. it's like, you know, it's basically the same thing. It's just your plain that's, original potato flavor. It's the dip lover's choice. That's right. You know what? It is because it's, <laughs> right, it, it absorbs whatever flavor of dip you put with it. Okay, now it's, it's like tricky. It's gotten there. Two yep. left, and yep. I feel like everything's been covered, so this is not easy. Um, So let's say, uh, uh oh, <laughs> it almost came out. Um. <laughs> a little pee almost came out. Uh, um, oh, what is it that she gets and likes? My wife has a thing of le- lemon. Oh, I don't know the name. Lemon something. You don't. Okay. Lemon is it the jalapeno zest? lime. Ooh, now oh, is it good. lime? Ooh, Maybe lime. I'm thinking of lime, but I don't know about that's the jalapeno. Ah, oh, crap. You know what? I'm saying jalapeno lime. Let's do it. That might be what okay. I'm talking about. All right. That's good All right. One. Show me maybe lemon, but could be <laughs> lime jalapeno. Nothing. Oh, I'm gonna go ahead and give it. I'm gonna give it Fine to you, sauce. even though it's just just jalapeno okay. flavor. Okay. Um, nobody said anything that contained lemon. Uh, or, in, in how about lime? Lime did come up. Let me find the co- it. The coconut? Here. Anything like that? Nothing right? with the coconut. Okay. You drink it all uh, up. You do the see. Maybe not. Why, why is my fine not working? Come on. Find find something. Can I? Uh, oh, there it is. Lime. Jalapeno uh, lime and just sour cream, by the way, uh, is the bomb. Oh, yeah, zero, yes, yes, yes. zero zero limes. Zero lemons. No limes? Zero limes. Oh, yeah, weird. No limes. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna, my final stab will be um, uh, the French onion. Oh, sure. Uh, some people French like cream. those. I do not. But French onion. Okay. French onion. Show me French onion. Ah, uh, damn it. All right. Okay, somebody named Tickle on the board. T- just, 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 somebody named yes. Tickle Pips just uh, just followed the channel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, One thing. I don't know who that is, but someone went right. out and like registered the name and then followed the channel. Anyway, nice. go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. We, we need some hero, hero of the day. Yep. September, we need something slightly more popular than uh, pickle chips. But slightly less uh, of ketchup. So, <laughs> how about honey mustard yes. chips? Those are good. Ooh, is that I a like thing? Mustard chips. Oh yeah. I've never heard of those. I mean, heard of- Ooh, yeah, oh yeah, those are good too. But the buffalo I've had the buffalo. Do you think people did more Doritos and went with like nacho? I think so. I think not. Did we already do a nacho? We no. haven't guessed any other Dorito flavors. Okay, yeah, I think nacho's a good ranch. guess. 
Yeah, because again, yeah. you're talking about the tadpole, and they're not necessarily you know sticking to the <laughs> potato. Hey, careful, <laughs> careful. All right, go with nacho. What do you think, Brian? I mean, come on, September. I'm, I'm down with this. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> so you guys can move on with the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're already, I'm already texting uh, Randy and saying, oh, sorry, not this week, buddy. Yeah, I got to let Tom know. <laughs> sorry, Tom. No tech this time. Sorry. sorry chip sorry. chip talk. Got to go. All right. You're going with, uh, I forgot what was all this. Oh, uh, uh, nacho? Nacho. 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 Like great song nacho. from the movie. Nacho, R- show me Nacho Nacho. Ah, it's a shame. Number 15 in the list. It's a real shame. People still do like it, just not as much as the ones they like above. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. the other salty ones I like a lot are salt and pepper. Is that on there? All right, salt and pepper. Yeah. Salt and pepper. Let's see if we push it real good into a win here. Ah, there it goes. uh, (laughs) Salt and pepper in any form. Oh, there you go. Those are good chips. If they don't have salt and vinegar, then that is my go-to to to see if they have salt and cracked pepper. So Scott guessed plain and salt and pepper, and And then you gave him jalapeno. So (laughs) yeah, jalapeno after after a lot of citrus. (laughs) Yeah, it was it was bad showing. I'm not gonna hello hello bland man. Yeah. (laughs) Um, All right, running down down a few more of these Uh, kettle chip. As a flavor, even though it's yeah, really yeah, brand yeah. and it's kind, yeah. but uh, was number twelve. Zaps Voodoo number thirteen. Yeah, those, those are, are yeah. fantastic. Yeah, those are good. Uh, Maui onion, oh, uh, cheese, cheese and onion, okay. paprika, uh, sun chips, just as a flavor because yeah, there's yeah. really nothing else to describe the flavor of sun chips. Uh, chicken, your good old chicken chips from the UK. Flaming hot slash red hot, uh, smoky bacon. And uh, someone sadly allergic to potatoes. Oh, but, uh, yeah. no biscuit and gravy like they had the a couple only, of years ago. Which is the only mm. one that uh, uh, oh gravy was somebody did say gravy, but one mm. person said gravy. No passes. Allergic potatoes was the only thing close to a pass that Aww. people. I feel people bad for them. That sucks yeah. to be allergic. There's so much potato in our uh, crappy American diet. You know. Yeah, it's uh, what is it? Nightshade? No, is is that? Yeah, you're right. It's a nice, it's a nightshade food, right? Nightshade yeah. potatoes, t- tomatoes, Egg and mushrooms. Uh, yeah, I think. Or, oh, I didn't know that. No, not wild. mushrooms. That's a fungus. Yeah, mushrooms. Oh, okay. Eggplant, though. Yeah. Eggplant, sure. Well, the important—I'd be, I'd be fine if I was allergic to eggplant. Yeah, I'd, I'd be all right. Oh no, I already sorry. am. I I'm already that. allergic to eggplant in in theory. You know, <laughs> You're, I'm, I'm just allergic to the emoji. Yeah, I'm practicing. I'm practicing allergic to. Eggplant. Yeah. Congratulations! You're, You're the winner. winner. Oh my gosh! Look at this. After this Ooh. incredible up, upward climb to this mountain of, of mm-hmm. victory, uh, you well, made it, September. Uh, September, how do you feel about your win? Woo-hoo. Oh my gosh! Qualifies, yeah. Overwhelming positivity on the win there, uh, Brian. Remind her what she's won, and and, and you'll send sure. those to her. You've won a copy of Five Dates and Scourgebringer, courtesy of our friend Poesler. Congratulations, Brian Dunaway. Tonight we're doing uh, play retro, and from now on it is on Wednesdays. We bumped right. it. Uh, Wednesdays is the new date for uh, play retro, and it'll happen every night at three thirty Mountain Time. Uh, that's about five thirty Eastern. So please join right. us. Uh, this afternoon for some good old fashioned ape escape talk and uh, also kiss our butts. All right, he's out of here. We're going to now get to a song so we can take a break and get Tom Merritt in here. And sure. uh, that song will be presented by you because I don't know what it is. So take My it away. My gosh, you'd think that in all of this time, I would have had the opportunity to prepare mm. the information about the song that I'm going to be playing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, uh, 
it's important now more than ever um, that I get this together. And why am I saying now more than ever, Scott? Because by golly, that is the name of today's band. It's called Now More Than Ever. And boy, is that a very common phrase in my... <laughs> yeah. uh, hold on a second. Yeah, hold on yeah. a second. It's, coming. it's coming here. Oh, oh, oh. There we go. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Yeah. Whew. We made it. Jeez. Hey, this brand new album uh, just came out this last Friday. Uh, it is the band Now More Than Ever. Their debut album is called Creatrix, C-R-E-A-T-R-I-X, mm. which is not for kids. Uh, came out via Thirsty Tigers Records. Big thanks to Grandstand Media for letting me know about this. Um, this is a, a band formed by a dude from the All-American Rejects, one of the co-founders of the band All-American Rejects, Tyson Ritter. I guess he got rejected. <laughs> oh. uh, Scott Chisak, uh, also from Rejects and Panic at the Disco and Weezer. And Izzy Fontaine from the band uh, Taking Back Sunday also works with Tegan and Sarah and Glassjaw. This is their brand new super group. It's called Now More Than Ever. Here is the song from Creatrix called Tragedy. I want that scripted life You want to twist a knife The blade in my belly doesn't tell me you care Alright, I'm just this face in the crowd Lost in this silence so loud Mr. Black Cloud, come on down You can rain on my parade when the curtain falls down and it hits your feet You're living in a land of make-believe But you play the part so gracefully You need tragedy I want a happy ending It's on third act twist Depending on the heroine to let him in And take the hero's hand
those monkeys are left to their own devices, they will probably end up seriously changing the course of history. Thank you for my bunghole cupcake. This is the morning stream. And we returned. Uh, who was that sure. band again? That is the band Create. I'm sorry, that's the band Now More Than Ever from their brand new album Creatrix and a song called Tragedy. Amazing. And what might be a tragedy is that Tom is in Hawaii. And, oh, uh, he's out of town. I totally forgot. I, I didn't even know. Oh, I like completely he, spaced like it. And, yeah, no kidding, right? Hawaii. I forgot he's. this was their big vacation this year, and I, and I sort of knew this, but... But he and I haven't talked, and I totally forgot. Gosh dang it. All right, Tom's in the Hawaii. He's not here today. Tom is in the Hawaii, so that that makes up for all the time we spent with the September. That's right. It sure does. Uh, you know what that means? That means that we can give 15 minutes to news, and then we'll bring Randy in. How about that? Oh, okay. Sounds uh, good. I like that, because we prepared it all. We may as well use it. So here we go. Don't watch the news. It's time for the news, and it's brought to you by... Joe Hafner's daily digital download. Check it out by going to tiny.cc slash Joe Hafner, all lowercase. That's J-O-E-H-A-F-F-N-E-R, Joe Hafner, and the daily digital download. Yeah, go check it out. He's a listener of the show and uh, does his own little cool daily thing, and I thought it would be cool to let people know about it. So uh, go check it out. And good job, Joe. You're doing a good job over there. All right. We are going to uh, proceed forth here with this news. Rolls Royce, you know the car people? You, you familiar? I am. I thought you were maybe going to be talking about the band that did Car Wash in the 70s, but you're talking about Rolls oh. Royce. Oh, I, yeah. This is the actual car, not, not the... Rolls Royce, the, the band. No. Are they still together? Probably not. Gosh, no. I think uh, they all drowned in a the sad car, car wash, wash accident. <laughs> Automatic car washes came around and they were like, oh, I guess we're done. That's right. Exactly. Yes. Oh, no. Nobody's working at the car wash. Yeah. Technology took another <laughs> took another artist off the page. Uh, well, anyway, Rolls-Royce, the car company, has secured funds to develop a nuclear reactor for the moon base that's coming. Oh, fantastic. I yeah. see no way this could go wrong. No, nah, it'll be fine. Look, they, you yeah. know, they know cars and they know giant nuclear reactors. Nuclear moon reactors. Yeah. That's good stuff. Rolls-Royce has received funding from the UK Space Agency to develop a nuclear reactor for the moon base, or for a moon base. I keep saying the as if it's done. It's not. <laughs> right. Uh, that we know of. Anyway, the project will look into how uh, nuclear power could be used to support a future base on the moon for astronauts. Scientists and engineers at the British uh, company are working on a micro-reactor program to develop technology that will provide power needed for humans to survive live and work on Earth's natural satellite, otherwise known as the moon. The moon. La Luna. La Luna. It's where robots with Kevin Spacey's voice live. That's right. On and the, uh, the the Krypton criminals hang out and uh, harass and, and haze our astronauts. That's right. And there's some aliens in the core of it, right? Based on that Moonfall stupid movie. Oh, right. Yes. There's like It's it's full of bees. Yeah, yeah. Space bees. Space bees. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the stupid nano space bees. That movie <laughs> yes. sucked. It really sucked. Uh, anyway, all space missions depend on power sources to supply systems of communication, life support, and science experiments. Duh. Experts suggest nuclear power could dramatically increase the length of the lunar missions. The UK Space Agency uh, has announced 2.9 million, I guess that would be pounds, because that's the sign for pounds, or is that... Sure, sure. Wait, they're using... That is pounds, yes. 
Why am, why does that look like euros to me? I mix well, the two up. Euros all the time. are euros look like a C with a couple lines. That's right. I really mean, like an E with a equals sign for middle. Well, if America has its way, we're all going to have an S with two lines. I in see it. a new, I see a new Taskmaster uh, Taskville uh, challenge. <laughs> Describe, get your partner to identify these um, symbols by the descriptions without using. <laughs> yep. Here is the Vietnam dong, and uh, that's the symbol right, there. Exactly. Yen. Uh, yen. It's all, it's all, yeah. yeah. Wong. Basically, all of our money symbols are a letter with a line through it, right? Yep. Isn't it? I think much? so. Or it's two just lines through it. Something yeah. with lines through it. That's the rule. Yeah. Um, anyway, they'll deliver an initial demonstration of a UK lunar module nuclear reactor. Uh, I guess they're going to show that here. You can't really show it on the moon. Oh, great. That's even better. Let's, yeah, seems dangerous. Let's demonstrate a nuclear reactor here that we're going to put on the moon later. Take it from somebody who's been playing a lot of Dyson Sphere program, which is basically Factorio, <laughs> in, but with multiple planets. Uh-huh. And this feels a lot like that. And I'm so bad at it that I really hope Rolls-Royce has the right people involved. That's all I'm saying. All right? <laughs> top men. Uh, top men. The science minister, George Freeman, says... This is the, minister, the UK minister of, of science. <laughs> I don't know why I said it twice, just to rearrange the words. <laughs> Space exploration is the ultimate laboratory for so many of the transformational technologies we need here on Earth, from materials to robotics, nutrition, clean tech, and more. As we prepare to see humans return to the moon for the first time in more than 50 years, we are backing exciting research like this lunar module reactor with Rolls-Royce to pioneer new power sources for lunar base. Now, here's how it'll go. Rolls-Royce will do the first one, mm-hmm. but then Chevy and Dodge and everyone else will make a version oh, of it. I was thinking Amazon or uh, <laughs> yeah. Blue, Blue Origin come up with their own. Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't, it didn't follow my whole car analogy. I did. I did Ford. Yeah, yeah. Chevy. Yes. But you know what? Amazon... Wouldn't surprise me because you got that Bezos guy all into space. He's into it. That's right. Yep. <clears throat> so why not have your your Amazon Prime dollars go toward a giant nuke fa- facility? Up he's there? got a boner for space, and we've all seen it. We've seen him uh, fill it with the uh, Shatner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got that big giant penis chip full of Shatner. That's right. Yes. yes. Where you go? Oh Jesus! Oh Jesus! Oh, oh, Jesus. oh Jesus! Oh Jesus! He just turned ninety-two. Ninety-two. Why? Why does your impersonation sound like he, he doesn't have any teeth? <laughs> like he just got pun fart right in the face? I don't know. Oh, 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 I've eaten too many of these. It's like, it like Elvis Chatner. It was a little bit. <laughs> too many banana peanut butter sandwiches or whatever. Right. Exactly. Well, good luck to them. Uh, here's a here's a fun one. Okay. Getters. Of- <laughs> you know Getter? You, you familiar with Getter? I am not, but I'm assuming it's a it's an app just based on the fact that they've dropped their second E. Yeah, they did. And it's a Twitter competitor. It's like a Oh, okay. Sort of like, you know, you would I don't know. It's like Twitter. You just do short messages and everybody yeah. looks at them. Yeah. Where where as soon as women say something, everybody just piles on and goes, Get her! Yeah. Get her. <laughs> now they do cater to, let's say, um, well, a lot of anti-vaxxers like Getter. All right, I'm just putting okay. it that way. All right. I'm making a gotcha. judgment. Go where you want to go, but that's that's. There's yeah, a lot of those. But it's over basically there. like I don't like the things the liberals are saying on Twitter. Let's come up with our own version of Twitter. That's well, it could <laughs> be that. It could have started that way. I don't know, but uh, yeah. it says here that the network, the actual social network Getter, wants to corner the anti-vax, pardon my French, jizz market. 
Oh, well, they're talking about the kind of music in Star Wars. Oh, of course, just jizz yeah. music. Yeah, no, that's jizz totally it. Yeah, uh-huh. there's some people pronounce it jazz, but these people they refuse. They have to call <laughs> they it do. jizz. They call it jizz. Yeah, yeah. smooth jizz. They like to call it. Uh... <laughs> what's the one where you have? Um, what's the version of jazz that's like uh, fusion? Okay, G- jizz sure. fusion. I was, I was hoping you were going to go bebop. Oh no, I, I like bebop, but. Sure. It's not going to go there. Anyway, you don't like fusion. Uh, I like fusion. Okay, it's, yeah. it's an it's an it's an occasional. I'm like you. I kind of like everything outside of like modern country. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I'm, like yeah. yeah. I mean, I love the stuff that Al, that uh, Andrew Allen puts together for sure. And I I like the Im- improvisational jazz like that. I like bebop. I like uh, I do like fusion. I like mm-hmm. um, yeah. I, I learned like, the other like day. Did some, I did I, I t- like me some Brubeck? Did I tell you about how I learned? Uh, I learned the origin of uh, house music it was not what I thought it was. I figured it'd be some German or Prague club or something. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, it's it was Chicago, nineteen seventies, in these old warehouses down there, and it was all black music, mm-hmm. and uh, a place where black folks would go to hear this music. And these DJs that like cornered this, you know, this new kind of sound, this kind of repetitive, electronic infused thing. Yeah, uh, I can't remember the name of the podcast where I heard this. It was an amazing origin story. And house music. Yeah, I didn't know that. Like, it started any... there, and then it got exported. Some of the songs got recorded, and then ended up in Europe, and it went crazy over there. Which is why I think we think of that German. Yeah, right. Was there like dub any influence from dub or anything like that, or did it? No, just, that that all came later. All, so this, that all came later. Yeah. Okay. So wow. this this wow. this house slash electronic kind of driving sort of rave music has the has origins I would have never expected. It was a oh, it's a through line is the name of the podcast. NPR's through line is what pops. Yeah, pops. It was that. great. That was a really good listen. So uh, everyone should check that out. That's cool. All right. Anyway, as a big fan of that genre, it was real a, a wake up call for me. I had no idea that stuff was yeah. Cool. Oh, anyway, good. there's a link to the episode. I'm clicking that, and I'm gonna. You're gonna listen to uh, Divine Comedy later. I'm gonna listen to uh, Throughline later. This has been a quality exchange that we've it had has. here. Yes, a trade, a, a fair little, trade. A little give and a little trade. take. A yeah, little, little Alan yeah. going and a little Alan coming. A little pitching, a little catching. Absolutely. <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, anyway, the Getter Social app wants to corner the 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 sperm market, but only but they want to do it from people who aren't vaccinated. Is the idea. So it's not just any sperm. The proposal would see the company expand to include a marketplace on the service for semen from men who haven't taken any of the vaccinations for COVID-19. These sources familiar with the matter and a fourth briefed on the situation describe serious repeated discussions about creating an online anti-vax semen market in which unvaccinated men would uh, self-advertise. Well, that seems dubious. <laughs> it, you do contain all the genetic markers for belligerence, yeah. unfortunately. Yes. <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, and sell sperm to the highest bidder. Two of the sources uh, say stakeholders have gone so far as to explore possible testing requirements. Some staff have also expressed skepticism internally about the feasibility of the plan, noting restrictions of semen sales in other countries and other uh, hurdles, legal or otherwise. All four sources spoke on the condition of anonymity to describe these deliberations, one adding, it is just a too embarrassing man, unquote. <laughs> too embarrassing man. <laughs> yeah. I say go for it. I caught yeah. somebody in a, in a lie yesterday on Twitter. I said, uh, somebody said uh, their hospital refused to treat them for a, uh, something was wrong with their eye or something. 
Mm-hmm. They said their hospital refused to treat them because they were unvaccinated. That and I and I typed that smells like bullshit. And he says, "Yeah, don't accuse me of making this up. This actually happened." I said, "What hospital?" He said, um, "I called the hospital, and I almost recorded it for the show, but I decided." Really? Was, oh my idea. god, it's great! Yeah. And they said, "No, we let anyone in. There's no yeah. such thing as stopping people because they're <laughs> refusing people who are unvaccinated." Yeah, yeah, he just made it up to stir up shit. Denial, denials, exactly. Oh, you should have recorded for the show. I know. I didn't. Great. I don't know what I was thinking. It was perfect content. I should have done it. I've deleted most yeah. of the tweets because after I got done, I'm like, I'm not dealing with this guy. But he's a liar. Yeah. It's a freaking liar. Yeah. Why do you yeah. do that? Why do you get online and just say a lie for no reason other than to stir everybody up? Uh, it's too easy to prove. You you predicted it many years ago, Scott, when you said, the guy on Twitter lied. Yeah, I did. I had to be under yeah. anesthesia to do yeah. it, but I did Very it. Very prescient. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, by the way, is the is the uh, the anti-vax uh, sperm just called Jizz Zero? Oh, I was. like it. Yeah. I like it yeah. a lot. It's got no sugar either. It's good, too. <laughs> what? Gross. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, no, we're not. We're not. We're not taking a break. This is no, a habit. No, yeah. It's because the news all is a habit. Yeah. It's all a habit. Should here. we play that song again? I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, we're just going to add Randy to the call. And I say Randy because Nicole had an appointment and she is out today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Randy will be here. We got three recommendations for you from our streaming services of choice. So sit That's back right. and relax while I play this. Well, what do you recommend? Yes, that's right. Time for recommendals, where we talk about stuff we've read, uh, read, seen uh, <laughs> read via streaming services. <laughs> Maybe I don't know if you're a subtitle guy. It's that's sure. fine. Well, I am a subtitle guy. And uh, yeah. joining us today, Randy Jordan. Hi, Randy. Good morning, morning stream. How you doing? I'm Good. great. Thanks for asking. Good. It is a beautiful morning here. I am so glad I'm not allergic to potatoes. Yeah. My grocery store had uh, ten pounds for two dollars and fifty cents. Oh gosh. Oh wow! For ten pounds of potatoes, so of course they're practically handing it. They're practically paying you to take potatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll slip them into your pockets, and yeah. so I came home with ten pounds of potatoes. That means I've been eating a lot of potatoes, and I'm very happy about that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Mash you know? them, fry them, put them in a stew. I've been just uh, <laughs> uh, chopping them up and roasting them in the oven with you know a little avocado oil and your spice mix of choice, right? So every time I'm sure. like making a completely different meal. Because sure. you just change the the spices. Yeah, but potatoes. I. for the record, I got your your Samwise Gamgee reference there. Oh, I know. I, yeah. I've, a lot of people, I'm sure, did as yeah. well. Yeah. Potatoes. Did as well. He just he just moved right past it. I yeah. saw the coolest thing yesterday. There was a picture of Samwise Gamgee, aka uh, uh, what's his name? I can't remember his name. Sean Astin. Sean Astin. Uh, so in the so in Return of the King, when he comes back to the Shire, yeah, he there's a little baby there. He has a kid. Right. And right. he holds the baby and his wife, his wife, Hobbit lady is there. That's and then Eleanor, I, the, by the way. Yeah. And then, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And then I heard later that this is his real daughter and his real wife. And I thought, oh, that's adorable. Well, yesterday puts up a photo of them from the movie all hanging out. And then yeah. a shot of her graduating college like the other day and those two standing next <laughs> wow. to her. Isn't that cool? That's so cool. I had no idea that that was his actual, his, his actual kids and his wife. And his wife. Yeah. Yeah, just That's one daughter, crazy. but yeah, his okay. wife. And they, and it's as many you see it, you'll recognize her and go, Oh my gosh, that was totally her in the movie. Anyway. Oh, that's so cool. It was wow. a nice, hey. nice little moment there. You know, I'm a Lord of the Rings geek, and as uh, as such, I have to have a complaint, right, about those movies. Uh-huh. Like every every Lord of the Rings geek has something oh, here, that they, they here miss it or comes. Yeah, here we go. And Give for it to me, us. 
For me, the only thing that I'm disappointed by in the entirety of those movies is the first time I'm watching through when they kill Saruman really early. Mm. Because I'm like, I'm expecting the movies to end with the scouring of the Shire, which is like a really important thing. It's like a very dramatic thing. Mm. And, you know, they, they come back to the Shire. They found that Saruman has corrupted it, right? You're right. Mm-hmm. And then they and then the hobbits kill Saruman. And so having him die in the two towers just it shocked me the first time I saw it. The you good know? news like, is it's a- still four hours into the into the ordeal, you know. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. It's still quite close a ways. To, close <laughs> to six hours into the ordeal, really. Well, yeah. I mean those movies those extended editions absolutely absolutely they're so long so you do get a long time with Saruman but you're right I think you know what I think Peter Jackson was probably like he's probably talked about it but he's probably like man I can't have a bunch of hobbits kill a wizard that's weird it's well and he also came up with a gruesome death for Mm -hmm. Saruman Saruman falls onto like a spike of a wheel that then mm. turns and you slowly see his impaled body. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Wow. That is yeah. kind of awesome. Yeah. I don't and remember you want, that. You want that kind of death, right? For a character like that, for sure. Mm-hmm. You want a good, a good fitting death. You do. All mm-hmm. right. Uh, well, there you go. Our Lord of the Rings uh, catch up moment we've had. Now we can talk about streaming stuff. Brian, let's start with your clip. Sure. Uh, okay. What do you got here for a setup? I don't even know if I need to give any setup because we might've already done it. Oh. <laughs> All right. Excellent. Here you go. We thought our light would never dim. So when the great foe Morgoth destroyed the very light of our home, we resisted. And a legion of elves went to war. Valinor, our home, and journeyed to a distant realm, one filled with untold perils and strange creatures beyond count, a place known as Middle Earth. Well, ironically, yeah, that is yeah. that is the buddy cop, uh, gritty <laughs> buddy cop series. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's uh, been out for seven months. Did you just now? Uh, yeah, watch just it? now got to it and just now watched it. Binge the whole thing through after after my rewatch of Lord of the Rings trilogy and the Hobbit trilogy. This is what I went to afterwards, and gotcha. I'm, I'm glad I did after that because those kind of helped remind me of some of the ancillary characters some of the the settings and things from those movies that um that come into play in uh, the rings of power uh here is one of the weird things like you go online especially if you go to rotten tomatoes you almost you see palindromic reviews right if the critics give it 83 percent uh audience score is 38 percent whoa and that is like one of the biggest uh disparations of of numbers that that uh, i think i've ever seen on well we've on we've talked a lot about this right when it whenever it's this different right scott you always mm-hmm. you always like it when the it's the critics i like it when it's high. the critics because i feel yeah. like critics uh i like when the critics are higher i don't yeah. like it when the audience number is so much lower than the critics one because it tells me something's up it tells me that yeah, I smell some poopy. I think they're over there like review bombing. They didn't like somebody's. Like, there's a black that's, hobbit or something in this, or yes, something. Right. Everyone there's was mad about it. No, that's yeah, exactly <laughs> right. You just said exactly what the thing is. Yeah, I hate that. I can't yes. stand it. Like big freaking deal. Who cares? 
Exactly. And and I'm going to say I am with the critics. I really enjoyed this. This is uh, on Amazon Prime and you do get some of the characters from Lord of the Rings, some of the people who are super old because this takes this takes place uh, thousands of years before Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. And uh, so your only people that are around there that are, that are living that long are your elves and you get uh, Galadriel uh, kind of her origin story. Um, was that her narrating, by the way, that actress? Is that, that was her? that was her narrating, and her name, as I had pulled this Come up, on. is Morpheth Morpheth Clark. Very oh, good. Morpheth, yes. I like that. Morpheth, but spelled M O R F Y D D. Morphed. 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 Well, the reason I ask is because she doesn't have the breathy, slow take that um, Kate Blanchett, Blanchett does. I, yeah. I, she when gets you, that over time. Yeah. yeah, there's actually and there's actually a, a, like interviews with her where she is like aping on what uh, Kate Blanchett did, but and oh, trying really? to trying to sound like that, but trying to sound you know younger and faster and so on. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, how is it? Uh, you like you enjoying this? Uh, I really you know? I really enjoyed it. Eight episodes. Um, there they introduce characters that you think are going one way, and they turn into like they they go a completely different way. Uh, you also get Elrond, who's played by. Uh, oh, I had his name up here in front of me. Let's see. Is it uh, uh, Robert Armayo? Robert Armayo, who you know from Mindhunter. He was one of the serial killers in the series. Oh, that's and you look at this familiar. guy and think, wow, this guy looks a lot like Neil Patrick Harris and Doogie Hauser. But he does. Yeah. It totally does. It's like Doogie Hauser, Neil Patrick Harris, and a little bit of Orlando Bloom all mushed together. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. And he's, and he's Elrond. Uh, uh, you get some other characters, but I'm not going to spoil anything about you know characters that you get that are that you later see. In, like, uh, like there's a whole subplot around Aaron Deer, and I I always yeah. feel like he needs to be called out because he's so good. Mm. He's great. Is he? Mm. He's the elf that uh, he's not because uh, you also get Aragon's uh, father, who you see in uh, the introduction of Fellowship Fellowship of the Ring with the like the whole story of killing Sauron, cutting off his fingers, getting the ring, etc., and then getting killed by by Sauron. That's uh, uh Aragon's dad and you get his whole intro in the series. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. Um he but also yeah, by mentioning- the way, so Aaron, yeah. Sorry, the same guy you were talking about playing young Elrond, he was young Ned Stark in uh, Game of Thrones as well. When they had the flashbacks. There are quite a few people here after I've watched it that I found out were also in uh, Game of Thrones, which I didn't realize while I was watching it, but boy, yeah, they certainly do. <laughs> they do borrow from that cast list. That's uh, interesting because, like, well. it feels like this was Amazon's attempt to make their own, you know, have Gamify. some prestige thing. <laughs> well, to have a prestige show like Game of Thrones, right? Like, they they definitely will, and and a lot of the critics uh, say that this is Amazon's attempt for a Game of Thrones to Game of Thronesify. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Sure, I I don't really see it. I feel like they um, they stick to what I loved about the movies. I am one of those few people in the world who've never read any of Tolkien's books, and mm. I oh wow, feel like I should. I know you it's should, a, yeah. it's not a it is not a statistic that I'm proud of. I'll just say that right now, yeah. uh, one that I will change. But um, but I so so some of that hate might be oh you're totally steering away from the origin stories of some of these characters or or who knows what, um, and maybe that is the case. I don't know, uh, but I'd Actually, love to see somebody. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's inventing some some stuff, mm-hmm. right? Like Tolkien didn't write every possible sure. thing. Oh no, it had so they, right exactly. Right, so you're seeing a whole lot of new 
stuff, new information. It's, to new me, it's like the characters that you never, you know, you maybe were only named, and now right. they have a whole story. Because these are oh, all similar. Simil- sim- what's the thing called? The, the Silmarillion. The Silmarillion. Yeah. That, that's things like more like a reference book and not a book book. And so exactly, yeah. it's kind of so like a, the Encyclopedia Middle Earthia. It's also got huge, <laughs> huge long poems and uh, you know songs and so on. Um, what interests me. Uh, is is how a person like you, Brian, who hasn't read the books, mm-hmm. could come along and watch Rings of Power and like mm-hmm. it enough to recommend it, mm-hmm. but you're never you haven't even mentioned the Brandyfoots and the Proud Fellows and the Burrows oh, right. and yeah. and the Fallen Star. Like you haven't even mentioned the Fallen Star. His name is Adar uh, so far. Yes, in this show. right, exactly. Yeah, there's <laughs> questions. We have questions like, about who he is. A whole, yes. I'd say that makes up like a third of all of these shows, and no one ever talks about that part of it. Well, that's because no. they're too worried about black people. But go ahead, Brian. <laughs> right, yes. No, it's true. Like the Brandyfoots, the uh, the, Har- the Harfoots, uh, great, great characters that are introduced in this. And I was like, oh, they're hobbits, right? No, apparently not. Not hobbits. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Started out a little different. Connections, yes, exactly. Um, yeah, I I, uh, I really enjoy this. And if you're, uh, if been, you're, you'll definitely love the music. It's composed by Bear McCrary, who I think oh. has done no wrong. Name Always something good. bad he's done. You can't actually do it. Can't, it's impossible. Can't do it. It is mm-hmm. a impossibility. Yeah. Um, I think the uh, the special effects for a TV show for for you know a streaming series are movie level they're fantastic very well done um yeah i enjoyed it enjoyed it tremendously does it feel totally consistent the sound design like it's been it already you know it's it's a in in its second season it's set to win all the emmys that'd be cool Oh, really i like that uh kirian hines guy got this was announced he's going to be in it he's um yes know him as mance raider from uh from from game Game of thrones Thrones. he was uh he was caesar in uh rome he's great that guy so, has just—he uh, could just be st- staring on screen and not saying anything, and his mm. damn face is so compelling. Yeah, <laughs> so many Game of Thrones people like any, basically yeah. anything where people have non-American accents now mm. is yeah. filled with Game of Thrones people. <laughs> yeah. Basically, well, uh, let's get all the Game of Thrones people we can get. Oh, we can't get those two on uh, Last of Us. Okay, get everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the, the fallen star here is played by Benjamin Stark. Oh. Oh, really? I didn't know that was yeah. Benjamin. Okay. Uncle, Uncle Benjamin, Un- you know. Uncle Benjamin. Yeah, always. Uncle Benjamin. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah, I need to watch it. Do you feel like um, – I waited because Carter was gone out of the country when it happened, and we promised we'd watch it together, and we just haven't done it. Yeah. Did yeah. you – do you feel like it's tonally compatible with the Peter Jackson movies, or does it even matter? Like, like- um, It is, It's, but it does veer – it's like, um, I mean, I, I don't want to keep comparing it to Game of Thrones, but it is kind of, it's uh, it's the Peter Jackson films with a little bit of gra- Gravy of Thrones. Okay, Gravy of Thrones. I like that. Gravy of Thrones. How's that? That's the chip, <laughs> that's the chip flavor we forgot about today was the Gravy of Thrones. Yeah. It, uh, it feels, yeah. it somehow feels like it was made before the Peter Jackson films. I don't, I don't like, oh, that's, interesting. The, that's kind of the point, right? Like, yeah. well, I mean, they to... take place obviously before. The yeah. Peter Jackson yeah. yeah. But there's Good just point. something about it that feels a lot, a lot more raw to me. Like it's yeah. not as polished. Uh, although there are times when you're looking at elves and like, this is too polished and shiny, but like <laughs> in a lot of like Galadriel gets tossed into the ocean and then she's like mm-hmm. swimming. And I'm thinking, gosh, this feels so like, ru- like a rough cut, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. And there is a little bit of that, you know, one of the complaints and I kind of do see this is the teleportation that they introduced in <laughs> the last season of game of Thrones. There's a little bit of that, uh, as a, but I don't have any complaint about it, especially when you're dealing with elves who come on, they're alive for thousands of years. Uh, can we maybe give them some, <laughs> some sort of supernatural, uh, abilities, Something. swimming abilities. And, and, uh, sure. we already know they can slide around on, on, uh, elephants and, uh, <laughs> and down stairwells on, on shields. Yeah, we know they're parkour experts. Give them something That's else. Right. Yeah. I also didn't mention anything about the dwarves. I think the dwarf representation and acting in this is, is the characters that they that they have for the dwarves are fantastic. Uh Durin, um uh man, just so I love such the dwarves. Great, the dwarves are underappreciated, yeah. underrepresented, so that's good to hear. Well, if, if you love dwarves, Scott, you're gonna love how these are uh portrayed. Okay. Ooh, yeah, they down. really they really go hard on what a dwarf <laughs> acts like. Okay. They do, yeah. It's big dwarf lore. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I love dwarf lore. Yeah. Dwarfs anyway, are, anyway, so uh, it is Lord of Rings, Rings of Power on uh, Amazon Prime. Watch the first season now and then get ready for next year's season two. Another eight episodes coming in 2024. All right. Uh, it's time for Scott to play a thing for the not squeamish out there. All right. Oh God. Okay. I uh, got into a horror movie. It's been a couple of weeks because we missed one last, or we didn't have Wednesday show last week. But this is uh, what I watched, and I'll explain on the other end. It's, it's like it wears people's faces like like masks. Okay. Do you see it right now here? What happens when you do see it? It's smiling at me, but not a friendly smile. It's the worst smile I've ever seen in my life. And whenever I see it, I just get this god-awful feeling like something really terrible is gonna happen i've never felt scared like i do when i see it laura have you or anyone else in your family ever experienced hallucination it's not an hallucination no it's real you don't get it it, it does things to me it causes shit to happen around me it's taken over my whole life and my mind and it tells me things <laughs> Told me that t- today, today's the, t- today's the day that I'm, g- I'm gonna. Okay, that's okay. That's okay. We should see what happens right after this dialogue. Oh God, yeah, I'm sure. Um, the uh, movie is Smile, and uh, it is one of many excellent uh, horror movies of 2022. I, I will, I will die on the hill that says that 2022 is one of the greatest years for horror movies ever in the history of horror movies. And um, there's so many I've liked this year or this last year, but Smile came to me as a little bit of a surprise. When I saw the trailer and I'd heard about the premise, um, it just seemed like a lot of creepy people smiling. <laughs> and, and you know, obviously that means something's wrong with everybody and we're going to have to figure it out sure. over an hour and a half or whatever. But it just, it felt gimmicky and I wasn't sure what to think. I finally watched it. Oh, shoot. Where did I watch it? Um, let's see. I saw this on Prime, Amazon Prime as well. Prime. Okay. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was really good and really disconcerting. And you could kind of hear it in that. The soundtrack, if you want to call it that, is this weird, discordant thing. Yeah, that, very atonal. Oh, like yeah, a big lot time. Of, yeah, like tune that instrument a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> and it's and it really goes places and makes you feel things. Um, the music does a lot of heavy lifting, but the... The the movie is is quite excellent. Basically, uh, I'll, you know the IMDb uh, description is is short and also spoiler free. 
After witnessing a bizarre traumatic incident involving a patient, a psychiatrist becomes increasingly convinced that she's being threatened by an uncanny entity. And that's probably good enough to leave there story-wise. Um, it's really creepy and has moments of like, um, I don't know, I was reminded a little bit of Hereditary, uh, that the tone of Hereditary and the tone of okay. like... Uh, Which is heavy stuff. Yeah, really heavy stuff. The yeah. The movie itself isn't like overly gory or anything. It's not that kind of horror movie. It's more just, oh my gosh, what is she doing? Why are we this way? What is happening in this room? A lot of dark figures just out of view, in the dark, perfect moments, perfectly accentuated by tension and music, and it's just extremely well done. Uh, big nod to Sosie Bacon. Oh my gosh, yes. Kira Sedgwick and Kevin Bacon's daughter is in oh. her 30s. Scott. Yeah, she's in her 30s because they're old. She's the younger of their children. <laughs> she's yeah. in her 30s now. And she's great in this. She's very good. Um, she looks more like her mom than her dad, which I think is interesting. Um, it's pronounced a saucy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that she, is, right. she is in a lot of stuff lately. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's uh, very, like, very like, good. Um, like she had a big role in Mayor of Easttown. Hmm. Yep. Yep. She's great. Uh, did you see, did either of you see, well, both of you saw Deadwood, duh. Of course, you've seen Deadwood. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, the actress Robin Weigart in uh, Deadwood, who played Calamity Jane, as an amazing character. Oh, she's great. Yeah, and she's she's in a lot of stuff too. That uh, like she always pops up in places, and you're like, oh, that's Calamity Jane. Without yeah, the weird and you have to hair. really think about it because she doesn't. Yes. That Calamity Jane character is unlike anything else she's ever done. So it's like always like I know this is familiar. Who is this? And I always have yeah. to look her up. Yeah. She's, she's very a lot good. Like uh, Margot Martindale in that way. Right? Yes. Where like you see her like, oh, I know her. What do I know her from? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the answer is always season two of Fargo. Mm. <laughs> but anyway, Caitlin Stacy plays the woman that was uh, freaked out in that clip I played. She's not there very long, but she's incredible in it. And uh, Cal Penn plays a character that surprised me. Didn't expect. Uh, By the way, I'm, I'm ready to vote uh, on the next uh, Daily Show host, and I would like it to be Cal Penn. You want Cal Penn to do it? Oh, I don't know. He was. Choice. I saw. I saw part of his. It was all right. I don't know if it, it I think, didn't blow I think my he's mind. He's the best so far in these tryouts, and mm -hmm. and already I'm ready to I'm ready for them to get rid of Al Franken. Al Franken is not right for this. Oh, I didn't know Al oh, Franken even seen, did it. Yeah, I didn't know he was doing that either. <laughs> he's doing it this week, right now. Oh, and, oh uh, gotcha. okay. Well, give him a, well. give him a chance. Let's see how he pans out. Uh, this isn't really tryouts, though, is it? And it kind of is. Is yeah, it? That every, yeah. Almost every person that's guest hosted has said, "I really want this job." Oh, weird. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, did not know that. Well, anyway, uh, it's called Smile. It's really good. This Parker Finn guy, someone to keep an eye on. He wrote and directed it. And um, if you like horror movies and you like really unsettling concepts, I think Smile might be your jam. And it also does a really good job. I love a horror movie that is not afraid to end in a way that isn't isn't happy. Oh, yeah. Okay. I like that. Okay. I respect it because yeah. it's hard. I think we as an audience... If you test us, especially, we all think, oh, no, I want her to live or I want him to make it or yeah. I want the one guy of the seven campers to to get out of their life. And there is something to it and it's fine that it exists. But once in a while, I like it when a horror movie subverts those expectations and asks with your brain and like leaves you going, oh, man, really? Not not a spoiler. Ends horribly. Not a yeah, spoiler. Not a spoiler. <laughs> Now let's talk about the Not end of Blair Witch Project for a minute. Yeah, that, yeah that, right, there you go. Yeah. That's a good example. So is um, a lot of found footage ones do, but the movie Quarantine is a great example oh, yeah. of this. The ending of okay. the best is somebody brought up. Like yep. that's a great example of 
yeah worst he, worst ending you could think of absolutely I really and i love like it, it. I for like it right i do really like it when somebody survives and they like the sun is coming up and they're covered in blood and they're carrying a broken axe and they're walking away and they've made it it's okay there's nothing wrong okay with that that's an okay thing but yeah. once in a while i i like to have my expectations pummeled and if it's done, <laughs> yeah. if it's done correctly, I, I respect it. Anyway, smiles awesome. Uh, it's not for people who don't like horror movies. Okay, so don't get in if you don't. If you're that person, stay away from this. Yeah. Uh, but if you like this sort of thing, good deal. And it's got a bacon in it. One degree of separation from Kevin Bacon. Here you go. Oh, look at that. Yeah, like not even one, like a half a degree. That's right. Uh, let's get to Randy's <laughs> recommendation. Randy, do you have a setup for what you got here? I needed some comfort food this week. And so I rewatched something that came out about seven years ago. It's a little fun series. It's on HBO. And uh, it's about a man who is uh, young and getting a divorce. And he's basically uh, he's basically finding his life is hitting rock bottom. And he wants to be a stand-up comedian. And he's uh, in the middle of the night having a slice of pizza with a pretty famous stand-up comedian. And uh, play the clip. All right, here we go. Then we went to Christian College. Of course. Everybody pairs off when you graduate. Really? It's just what you do. I've literally never done anything without her. She found our apartment. She supports me. Wait a minute. She, she supports you. You mean emotionally? No money. She supports you financially? Your wife? Yeah. That's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. No, it's like a wife supporting a guy in medical school. How is it like that? It's like at the end of medical school, you're a doctor. You started about 900 grand a year. At the end of this, I'll be a comedian. <laughs> I'm in Maybe. There's no guarantee. What do you mean? You're, you did it. That's the dream. You talk. You think of something. I'm your dream. You're my dream. Are you kidding me? You're dreaming of this. You're Artie Lang. Right, exactly. What do you, you mean? You said that like I was Jessica Lang. <laughs> <laughs> this is... This is crashing, and if you haven't seen it, guys, please watch this show. It's so nice and fun, and it is a little bit wicked and stressful at times. But it's you have to like uh like Schitt's Creek. You have to like start at the bottom of these people and work your way out. Uh, and this is a Pete Holmes show. Pete Holmes uh, created it, and he uh, stars in it as a young comedian who is uh, working his way up from from doing open mics. And, uh, you know, his wife, um, initially, uh, dumps him for <laughs> the worst person you could ever imagine having, uh, your wife go to. And, uh, it's, it's, uh, funny. It's just I funny. Mean, is it, is it Hardy Lang? Cause that seems like to me would be the worst person. No, it's, it's way worse. <laughs> Even it's, worse it's than like, that. Every little thing in this show is so thoroughly thought through. Yeah. Um, it's, he starts out married to, uh, Lauren Lapkus. Oh and, my uh, gosh. I love her so much. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. And, uh, if you want to, if you ever wanted to see her naked, then. Oh, geez. All right. Um, hello. Uh, it is I ever very, did, but it is very, <laughs> it's a very R rated show. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. called crashing as a triple entendre. Um, it's, it's about him basically crashing on people's couches because you know he no longer has a wife and a home mm -hmm. and so almost every episode he is uh with he is crashing on Artie lang's couch then tj miller's couch then sarah silverman's couch and so on and so on and <laughs> when so you first posted that this was going to be a recommendal i got really excited because i because i was realizing oh my god i never recommended that awesome phoebe waller bridge british comedy yeah. series that sadly never got a second season yeah 
so now I guess I need to watch this one because uh, I was excited like you say oh yeah comedy for about seven years ago I was thinking, oh yeah that was about seven years ago yay oh no it's this one oh no I've never seen this one <laughs> wow. well it's this is on yeah. this is on HBO this was an HBO production so it's pr- presumably going to remain yeah. on HBO Max hell we and, can uh, help yeah. vinyl and, <laughs> and the thing is the thing is it's Pete Holmes at, as Pete Holmes and he's really good at this like he plays him literally plays himself right like that he is the character it's it is not autobiographical but it feels like it it's like seinfeld he's called jerry seinfeld and he is called pete holmes in this show but it's not about either of them in real life it's just yeah kind of kind of and and by the way this isn't that different than fleabag I mean, this, this has some stuff in common, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. with Fleabag, mm-hmm. but I mean, they all, they all do. Anytime you have a, a, a character study about a funny, you know, uh, individual, you know, like mm-hmm. this is, this is what you get. Um, it just, I just find it comfort food. It's, it's like every episode, there's a different fa- like famous comedian that he's trying to like learn something from. And he's slowly making his way up from, you know, like I say, the bottom of bottoms. Uh-huh. That's just sure. really funny. That's and, cool. And Pete Holmes, like I say, he's never going to be the greatest comedian in the world. You're never going to meet people who know Pete Holmes. Like he's very like middle, you know? Yeah. 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 But this is perfect for him. It's like, it's exactly what it needs to be. Well, you had me at Laura Lapkus. Lampkus, Lamp- Lauren, Lapkus. Lauren Lapkus is so funny all the time. Um, uh, we've, we've mentioned Zach Cherry before. He's mm-hmm. uh, from Severance. Um, he, he is one of the, the, all of these like comedians that you didn't really know were stand up comedians keep popping into the show. Cause like Pete Holmes, will, like go into a comedy club and sit with some comedians and you're like, Oh, that's that woman who does that voice on the great North. <laughs> you know, it's oh. like that. Oh, Dylan from succession. Okay. He's great. By the way, that. That woman from uh, that does that voice on the Great North is Aparna Nancharla, yeah. and she is so freaking funny. Uh, it, it just like uh, it goes on and on and on. There's so I know all of I know Brian mentioned this uh, the the UK thing, but is mm-hmm. it yeah. like a straight up straight across like redo? Not even a little bit. No, no. the crashing no. the UK crashing is about a bunch of. Uh, medical or about a bunch of squatters who crash in an old hospital. Oh, like that's crashing in an old hospital. <laughs> that's a totally different very, concept. Totally yeah. different. Like, like, you know, also the double entendre of crashing cause they're all, they're all crashing in their life, but, but very flea bag funny. So this is just like the word. It's ironically, it's like the movie name crash. There's like four different movies called right. crash. Yeah. They have nothing to do with yeah. each other. Okay. Nothing to do with right. Each other. This is actually, this is, this series is older than the UK series. And, uh, oh, is it really, I thought, the, and, God, I thought the UK one was older. Huh. And the reason I started watching this is because Pete Holmes was on night court. Uh, okay. Pete Holmes, Pete Holmes appears as Abby stones, uh, boyfriend, fiance, whatever. Like, and he's a, he's a character that's been mentioned in every episode up until the most recent one. And finally we get to see it and it's Pete Holmes. Mm. <laughs> and huh. it's like, he's just so. I don't know. There's something about him that's unique, and it just like really got me wanting to rewatch oh, Crashing. Uh, for the record, Crashing UK uh, one year uh, earlier than this, so they're pretty okay. much kind of parallel, almost, almost the exact gotcha. same time. So this is this, this one is slightly older, but or newer, I should oh, no, say. Newer, yeah. Um, um, here's the deal: you you can't go wrong. Search for Crashing. Watch everything that comes up streaming wise, <laughs> and you can't go wrong. 
Yeah, the, there you go. The episodes where Pete Holmes is crashing on Sarah Silverman's couch, are, <laughs> which she does not want, are <laughs> are are just classic. Seriously, yeah. Please watch. Well, there you have it. Uh, that looks great. I would like to see it, and uh, meant to anyway. I like Pete Holmes. I like Pete Holmes in TV shows and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't love his stand-up. I don't know why. I tried to watch a whole this, stand-up from him, and it just kind of bugged me. I don't know this why. This show will make you like his stand-up because he's playing himself as a really bad comic. Okay. And like, so the jokes that he tries to tell on the show are so bad that when you go and watch his actual professional stand-up, you're going to go, oh, that's really funny. Seriously. Trust me. All right. Do this. I'm trusting you. <laughs> watch Crashing and then you. go see him on Conan or something. Okay. And he's so okay. much funnier. What's that, thing he, what's that thing he did where he played Professor X and he would like interview potential new X-Men and he would kick him out because they sucked or whatever. Like he didn't like Scott Summers because he, anytime he, you know, he's like, well, you're going to take your glasses off and fry one of us by accident or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> I this don't know. is from. It's I from, don't know what that is, but that's kind of funny. There's yeah. some series of these and I, I've only seen clips of it here and there, like a TikTok uh, will show up once in a while and i don't know what it is but it's funny as hell it's really good and the bloopers of it are even better and i don't know what it is someone in the chat will fill us in i don't know what it It is yeah for sure it was a college humor series is that what it was okay that would make sense sure okay so youtube thing college humor thing okay well anyway it's very funny if you ever get a chance to see it um all right well there you have it those are our three Uh, brian's put those up on quicktms.li they're already there. there They're there and ready for you to click on and enjoy. That's right. Randy Jordan, a.k.a. Randy Jordan. Always a pleasure. <laughs> uh, Guys, uh, get ready for Film Sack this week. Oh, we're, yeah, we're watching yeah. Goldfinger. Oh, yeah. oh, Goldfinger. I love it. Get your, I just, get your Shirley I feel like Bassey. we're on such a run. Like With movies like Walking Tall and... Mm-hmm. Uh, breakdown. I just feel like I'm loving these movies. Yeah, they've been great. Breakdown was such a great surprise. It was my first view, yeah. and I loved it. So if you missed that episode last week, check it out. This week it'll be Goldfinger. That'll be this weekend. Bye, Randy. <laughs> well, we did it, Brian. We completed we another uh, loop around the deal. You know, lasted one more show. They yeah. never thought it could be done. We'd never see 2440, but we saw it and we uh, we we conquered it. Take that, naysayers. Yeah. Uh, quick shout out. We have a person in our chat and in our community called Stephen Forrester, and his wife just had big time hardcore back surgery. I believe it was back. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's uh, did well and is recovering, but just want to wish them the best uh, while you're going through the, your, your convalescence there. Nobody wants yeah. surgeries of any God, sort. No kidding. You know, the only kind that you really want are the ones where like people are like, I need to put a big or two horns on my head and put some funky ribs on my back or whatever. I would argue you don't want those. You might think you want those for a brief second, but you don't want those either. No. You don't want those. How many 70-year-olds do you see walking around with fake horns in their head? None is the answer. Exactly. I worry about the 70-year-olds who are going to have these long, droopy (laughs) earlobes. Those are going to go all the way down, dude. Yeah. I'm going to start 3D printing uh, little ear earlobe holders for people who take out their gauges and just want a little compact thing to, to roll up their earlobes and, and put them in. Yeah, because you're going to need to at some point. Either that or yeah. cut them out, and then you're going to look even weirder. So anyway, good luck <laughs> to you on that. But uh, Stephen, we hope uh, hope you and your, your wife are doing well, especially her, uh, during your time. Um, Brian, let's get out of here. A quick note, uh, the patron folks, if you are, are out there listening, you already know how much we appreciate you, and we love making content for you. If you want all the extra content they get, then sign up today at patreon.com slash TMS. 
Uh, I think I'm going to do a contest in there today for Ooh, a giveaway nice. that will not be available to the rest of the public. So uh, watch for that, wow. patrons. And if you That's, join today, there's, there's your purpose for a buck a month right there. You might win something. Yeah, you sign in. You sign up today. You'll be eligible for the for the win. Uh, mm-hmm. It's that simple. So uh, check it out. Patreon.com slash TMS for all other inquiries. Head on over to frogpants.com slash TMS. Uh, Brian, let's get out of here. What do you got for me to play us okay. out? Uh, and I'm also going to say, just for the record, uh, you guys with gauges, totally fine. I'm not I'm not making fun of you. And if you come up and see me in Vegas uh, in a month, I'm going to give you a big old hug and I'll try not to get my my uh, hands caught in your in your droopy uh, earlobe. Nobody and wants Brian's pinky in their air hole. Nobody wants it. Yeah. No, no, I'm kidding. Uh, All right. Let's get to a request. I promised you something more uplifting uh, than our last request. And by golly, I'm going to deliver today. James Hartman wrote in and said, hey, Sam and Bilbo, I turned 43 this year. Mm, Congratulations. Let's party. Nice. Sometimes I wish I could go back in time and relive the good old days. Back to the good old days. But I have it pretty good. Wife, kids, job. I wouldn't change a thing. I think this song is a cool tribute to the past, the present, and the future, whatever it may hold. Love the show, though. James. Nice. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah, thanks, James. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this song will, will harken you back to a, uh, a trilogy that may forever remain as a trilogy. Uh, and I'm talking about Back to the Future. How about uh, a song by I Fight Dragons covering the the great bard Huey Lewis and a song called The Power of Love? <laughs> the great bard. I think the he great is. Bard. I, I love him. So I will not argue with that classification. I think that's great. He, he told us. He, he let us know that it was totally hip to be square. Yeah, that I guy. Yes. That song's better than people think it is. I like that song. It is, for sure. Anyway, here it is. Thanks for that. Uh, be back tomorrow with a brand new uh, episode of a Thursday edition of the show. Wendy should be here, I believe. She's Yeah, she's on. And, uh, and Amy. So, uh, you know, look forward to our special guests and our usual uh, bunch of bull crap. It'll be tomorrow on TMS. That'll be it for us today, though. We'll see you then.
Like what you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Oh, how do you do? Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.